Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. Oh my goodness. I'd like to welcome our guest to the show, Mr. Dan Crystal. Thank you very much. Also known as Smartest Man Alive. <laughs> Not this morning. <laughs> haven't seen haven't seen him, haven't talked to him. What? We texted several times over the week. Yeah, you text me a pile. About 28 pallets a month. It, it felt like it. It was 13 pallets, but we have another two coming this weekend to finish it up, you know. So you already got it spread out? Yeah, I got it spread out. Wow. So when are you coming to our house to do our one bag? Um, shoot. Uh, hey, that, that's going to cost you. <laughs> that's going to cost you big. <laughs> yeah. got to fly out there. It's what, $500,000 to fly out there right now. Because fuel sure. prices are out of out of range. Yeah. <laughs> the most bag costs you like five dollars a bag now. Really? I don't know. Two fifty-eight when you buy like uh, whoa, no. we paid two forty-seven. Well, actually, no, we paid two fifty-eight because we got eleven hundred bags of them. So apparently that's worth something. We got fifty. Fifty bags. Man, I that's a, that's pretty amazing. Anyway, we had four. We had four teenagers, the guys come over and help us carry, move, unload, rake. So Ty and I were out there with the four, uh, four gentlemen and doing all that work. It took us all day Saturday and a little bit on Sunday morning. Wow. We're done. We'll have, but we didn't finish because there's more up there. It has to be done. So isn't that the story of everyone's life right now? There's always more that has to be done. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We've got so much rain. There's so many weeds. <laughs> the grass is growing, the trees are blooming, you're growing. Yeah. Hey, well, if you guys don't notice, there's not an end times chat logo behind me because oh dude. I have to restart my computer. Uh blah 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 blah. Wham, 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 wham. Where's the pacifier? I haven't seen the pacifier in months. Oh, I'll take I'll take the small world's smallest violin. <laughs> For those of you on Spotify and iTunes, you can't see this, but there's a pacifier in the in the windshield. What are you talking about, dude? I don't know. It's got to come up. Where is it? Where do you? Where's the pacifier? Whoa! There it is. <laughs> that is a pink pacifier. Pacy ah ah. Like, what, did, what did I tune into today? What are we watching? People are asking, why do you have a pacifier? Why not? I've had a few friends that just needed to be told, do you need your little pinky? Do you need your pinky? <laughs> I've used that quite a few times, dude. I know. I've needed it. I've needed it. Hey, um, we have a boatload of news today. And we, uh, if you didn't notice already on the post, I put up most of the notes that you wanted to get to last week that we did not get a chance to no. get. So yeah, well. Hopefully we can get to it this week, but kept throwing all that stuff after last week. Well, hey, we still, we have a lot today, so why don't we just jump right in? Go. Let's go. Let's do it. Go, Mr. Mulch. Mr. Mulch. Well, okay. Well, while I'm pulling this up, who's... Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Come on, somebody. How are you doing? It's a loaded question, brother. Is loaded. it really? It's a loaded question. It's a loaded question. I'm actually doing good. I'm feeling pretty blue. I'm blue. Da -ba -dee -da -ba -da. The hometown, Casey Royals. Come on. <clears throat> hey. I'm not very good, by the way. Oh, hey, this is yours. Starting off, starting off right. I've never seen that in my life, dude. 
Maybe it is mine. <laughs> I've never, I've never, seriously, I've never seen that one. Never mind. Never mind. I never, look, he does it every week. So it's like, oh, <laughs> let me talk about it because you look like an idiot. Par for the course for today. Uh, I'm going to be getting a few things that I'm going to get some emails about later, but that's okay. Uh, all right. Starting right off with alarming, as they say in quotes, algae invasion overwhelming Mexico's Caribbean beaches. If you're planning a trip to the Mexican Caribbean, you might hit some brown algae. I'm just saying you might want to rethink that trip. But what they're saying is, is that those beaches are being overrun with what's called sargassum, a brown malodorous algae. I can tell you that I was there one year uh, and there was all of this algae that was coming up on the shore, but nothing like I'm seeing here. They had this is the most they've had on that shore. I'm looking at the report. I can't remember how long it was, but it's, um, and, and I don't know, in like a hundred years, they've never seen, they've not seen in the recent history as much algae as they've seen pop up on shore. So algae does what? Algae creates an imbalance when there's this much, and it can actually cause a lot of sea life to die off because there's no oxygen. You need some algae eaters go down there. Yeah. You know any Picosimuses we can send? Do not. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for sharing that post that I've never seen in my life. This one, however, I think is yours. Well, that's that is actually incorrect. That is mine. That is mine. That is mine. However, it's not this Saturday. It's on the 16th, the 16th of May. There's an eclipse and it's supposed to create a, a blood moon. Well, hold on. I think I was reading this last night because you know how fascinated I am with this kind of craziness. Well, I read this. I mean, I pulled it up and posted it, and then I went back and I'm like, hey, I never saw the eclipse. I never saw never heard anything about it. So I started researching it. And, oh, by the way, it's supposed to happen May 16th. The blood moon is, but the solar eclipse happened this past Saturday. Well, I actually have it up here. I know you can't see it. 12 days, 10 hours, 14 minutes. In 23 seconds. To the moon eclipse, right? Yes. Okay. Well, what they're saying caused it, you read this, right? That what they're saying potentially caused it was this this, uh, solar eclipse that happened in the southern part of the world. It was, I mean, it was fascinating. I was like, get out of town. There is this solar eclipse that happened this past Saturday that's going to cause that blood moon that you're talking about in 12 days. 27 hours, how many? Oh my gosh, dude. 12 days, 10 hours, 14 minutes, and well, now 13 minutes, because because <laughs> we've been talking about it for a minute. No, this is, I can't wait. Are we going to be able to see this up here, GJ, in this part of the world, this blood moon? That, that I believe we are. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I'm actually looking forward to seeing, you know how I love this stuff. I know you do. I'm like fascinated with this stuff. I, I, I believe everybody will be able to see it. Well, at least most people in the world will be able to see it. Well, it's supposed to be pretty significant. So I, I don't know what time 2041 universal time is, but I'll have to figure that out. Anyway, Ben, thank you. 841. Thank you so much, by the way, for posting this because I was, I, I, my, my interest was like peaked. I'm like, this is amazing. I got to see this. Uh, why do we talk about this, though, GJ? Because God says, look towards the, the sun, the sky, the heavens, <clears throat> there will be signs. And we're seeing more and more signs in the sky. And it's almost, I mean, a couple times a month, we're, sent, we're talking about something <clears throat> in the sky. Asteroids, solar flares, blood moons, crazy different types of eclipse. And these are all things that are happening. At an alarming rate, over and over, it's just like speeding up. So there's another sign. Well, I uh, there there was so actually I didn't think we were going to have much Earth news, but then I was reading through uh, one of the other sites, and I'm just going to spout off a couple, and then we'll move right on to the wars and rumors of wars. Oh, thanks. I, you didn't ask if I had any. Thanks. Appreciate well, it. I mean, okay. You, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing, and I got no dead animals to talk about. I got nothing. Moving on. 
Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. You know what? You know how much I really, you know how much I, I, I just, I just appreciate you so much. Seriously. I got nothing. <laughs> you got so much. You make me look smart. Your name is like all the way down my list right here. I'm like, oh, I yeah. DJ yeah. Crow. That's DJ. what you're always saying. Then last DJ week. Hey, you said that last week. I got nothing and then didn't even get to deliver a message. Oh, no, you're going to, this is going to be all you today. So speaking of which, so I'm going to spout a couple of these off. Extreme heat in India for the third straight month. This is uh, the highest on record temperatures in 122 recorded years in India. Drought forces. Up, bro, we can't see it. All we see is. I know. I don't, I don't have any. I, don't, I didn't want to pop it up and take too much time on it. I'm just going to spout them up. So uh, the, the drought. Uh, let's put you up there. Just take me off. Um, no, I don't want to do that because. Oh, please. I want, I want you. You want me to look inferior? No, never. What is that? No, no. Yeah. TJ. Yeah. Yeah. Never. There's never. That's why I call it end times chat with GJ and Dan. Mm. First time I've heard that. I like the ring to it. <laughs> anyway, Ooh. let me get these done. All right. I don't want, hey, I don't want to miss your, your message today. I want to hear it. Drought forces Las Vegas to take from deeper into Lake Mead now. So they're actually going deeper into Lake Mead to withdraw water for Las Vegas because the drought in the western part of our country is getting that bad. Largest, there's the largest now U.S. wildfire mm -hmm. fire rages out of control in New Mexico. It is now recorded as the largest wildfire that the U.S. has ever had. Wow. Uh, and then severe storms are rocking the central U.S., as you already know. More than a thousand buildings were affected by that Andover, Kansas tornado. By the way, GJ, please tell me your, your mom and your family is safe in Kansas. They are. That's south. That's that's a couple hours south. Okay. I I'm not sure. I I couldn't pull up the video because I didn't have time to pull it up this morning, but it showed this uh these buildings just getting torn up by this massive tornado down in Andover, and over a thousand buildings were affected. So we got video. Appreciate it. Well, maybe I'll see if I can pop it up next time. Yeah, uh, so we have extreme heat. We got drought. We got largest wildfire. We got severe storms. We got the weirdest, most crazy solar eclipse and a blood moon coming up. And we got algae on Mexico's beaches. Yeah. And we're not even talking about the earthquakes and the volcanic activity, which continues to go on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. By the way, I saw a movie the other day called Pompeii, and, I, and there's like there's a hundred movies out called Pompeii. There's one right now on the streaming channel that rhymes with Glamazon, and on there, this this it talks about Pompeii and it shows a whole different story that happened there. But the effects of seeing that volcano erupt was unbelievable. So if you get a chance to see that movie. Uh, I recommend it because it it gives you a really clear picture of what damage and destruction can happen from from a volcano and how it can literally block out the sun, as we already know what happened in the end times uh, during one of the judgments. So that being said, GJ, you're up next. Wow, I don't even know what you got. This surprised me. Boom! Right there. Surprised me. Surprised me. You see it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Russia is saying if you interfere with us and you and what we're doing in Ukraine, we're gonna take action against you. And he used the quote, lightning fast action. Hmm. <clears throat> and they're even talking about nuclear action. So whether it's true or not, rumors, rumors of war, it continues to elevate. All across the globe. Well, we it does, and we do know now, like what was in those surprise Chinese military jets. Yeah, do tell, do tell. Um, yeah, do they tell. confirmed that what those Chinese military airlift uh, were carrying was anti-aircraft, anti-aircraft missile systems. Mm. So they had it was it was rumored before, but now it has been confirmed. They land right in Serbia and uh, set up shop down there. So it's making a lot of people in the heart of Europe very, very nervous, which 
honestly, I think they should be because of all the stuff going on in that region of the world right now. And uh, I have some good friends that have been making some trips out to Ukraine to encourage the believers there. And uh, we've been praying for them. Actually, we have a couple. We have one that you and I both know mutually uh, that's part of uh, ICCI. But we also, I also know several that are in this area and up in Washington State that have made the trip out there to encourage the believers there. So we got to keep on praying for that region of the world. However, uh, we also got this one, GJ. What does this look like to you? Let me remind you. <laughs> what does it look like? Well, it looks like Iran and China are becoming very friendly. And again, the Middle East, China, Russia, Europe, Taiwan, all in the news regarding either military cooperation, buildup, threats, <clears throat> you know, every, every week. And this just solidifies uh, what's going on behind the scenes. Now, why is this important, Dan? Well, Iran is almost, uh, Iran and China and Russia, Ukraine, Serbia, all those countries are north of Israel. And as we know, reading out of Ezekiel, that there will be a war of Gog and Magog. There are kingdoms from the north that will come down and try to invade Israel during the end times. So this is another setup in my mind of what is to happen that God has already prophesied uh, thousands of years ago through the prophets that uh, are in our scriptures. So again, this is something that's been ongoing for for over a couple of years, I'm sure, but it's now starting to hit the main stream media news. So another thing here too that I thought was really interesting from the Wall Street Journal, Russia and Israel ties are strained. Oh, go figure. After Moscow's top diplomat accuses Jews of anti-Semitism. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, very interesting. Again, more news towards Russia and Israel. And how Israel's kind of the central part of the conversation. So um, I'm going to pop this off the screen because we have a couple. We have one thing that you sent over. I think it was last week. And I'm not going to turn the volume up on it just simply because I'm like, you know, I'm not sure we want to see this particular thing with the volume up. But this has to do with the Azov Battalion. Do you remember? You got it up there? Yeah, I'm having trouble seeing what, what you're showing me. So just take it away, bro. Take it away. Well, you, well, I'm going to give you the credit where the credit's due. So the Azov Battalion in Ukraine, which is something <laughs> that the uh, Ukrainian military has actually embraced right now because they're helping to fight Russia. This is them uh, staging their own version of what the Nazis called the Cathedral of Light Ceremony. And so they, the Cathedral of Light Ceremony actually happened back in 1934 to 1938 before all of Germany decided to go after and start slaughtering the Jewish people. Now, I want to remind everybody that uh, first of all, the Holocaust did happen, and you can see in the background this symbol, um, which I think, can, yeah, you can see that. Yeah, I can, I can see all this now. Thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. You want to take, take the rest of it? But again, a symbolism of, of, uh, of Satan. It's, that's a satanic symbolism. And so there they are having this ceremony uh, in in Ukraine, the Azov Battalion, and they're helping out. They're helping out Ukrainian troops. So I'm not sure exactly what this means, other than the fact that uh, there's some very evil people that are all, that are going against Russia, and Russia is then fighting that. And who to believe, what to believe, I don't know. But overall, God's setting some setting the stage for the end time. One thing that is very clear, regardless what's real, what's not, is why are you doing this symbolism? There, there's definitely a meaning to this. Whether we understand it or not, that's what's happening. By the way, in times.chat. We did have we did have that scare a couple weeks back of almost getting booted. So yeah. If you ever can't find us in times.chat. In times.chat, baby. So I think let's see, yeah, this one's yours, North Korea. You popped that up with this one up yesterday. Yeah, just read the title. North Korea warns of preemptive nuclear strike could be coming. So again, now, you know, as we've been sharing over the last couple of months, North Korea continues to flex its muscle <clears throat> with different uh, types of missiles, 
they can go, you know, on the other side of the world. So, I mean, they're, they're definitely showing their military strength. Russia's doing the same. China, Iran, Turkey, Israel, uh, even Europe is now, like you said, they're all nervous. So they're, you know, in, in communication with all the different countries. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that are happening, whether it's a rumor or whether it's actually happening uh, or to what degree. I mean, it's right out there in uh, in, in the print, in the, the main media. And so there, we know there's something to it, just like the symbolism that we just showed. <clears throat> That's it's yeah. right out in front. Right out in front. Well, you also had, uh, let's see. This is all the boring stuff, by the way. This is the boring stuff? Yes, this is. Um, is that Coachella? No, that's <laughs> not Coachella. Oh my gosh, it's really funny. Uh, <laughs> no, this is this is the threat of <laughs> Russia nuking Britain, uh, London, Berlin, and Paris. But you pop this up; it's a preview picture. So it's all we really have is a preview picture. But I hadn't heard this, but you can read what it says, GJ. This is this is yours. It will all end in 200 seconds. That's how fast. I mean, they're, they're, like he said, lightning quick, lightning fast is what Putin said. <clears throat> so um, they're, they're planning. I mean, they're, they're ready to strike anybody that goes against them. And again, just like North Korea, they're pumping up their, their they're flexing their muscles. Yeah, they are. Um, so that's, man, you know, I'm, I'm making a trip out in that area sometime in July. So I'm not going to give too many details. Not that anybody's looking after me to take me out, but uh, you never know. That's wars and rumors of wars. Man, there's so much going on, and that's not even a half of what we could actually share with you. We have, and the reason why we're focusing so heavily on that area, what we've already talked about, that the north, northern part of the countries will actually be coming down and, a, and a, eventually during the end times trying to take out Israel. So, GJ. You actually shared this other thing, and this has to do with Shanghai. I'm just going to give you the heads up before I pop it up on the screen. <clears throat> something about welding and something about um, people and lockdowns. All right. So what section would this fall under? By the leading, way? leading up to the tribulation. Yes. Yeah, so, so we have a bunch of that, I think. I think you got them. Hopefully you got them loaded. All right. So in Shanghai, they've been under basically authoritarian rule. And, and somebody can say, oh, that's no surprise. And they're literally showing what is going to happen on a global scale at some point if certain things do not happen. <clears throat> well, what we do see that will happen no matter what is that authoritarian rule will happen and the Antichrist leads it. However, the Antichrist comes in and says, hey, let's do all this. This is all good. <clears throat> and everybody starts to buy into it. Everybody's open to it. And then three and a half years into that, then you start to see what's happening. Or they're actually, so in Shanghai, they actually have people uh, confined to their buildings. And now they're actually welding bars so they can't even get out of the buildings. So either you comply or you're, uh, we're going to take other actions. And I don't know what those other actions are right now. But they're actually welding people inside their building. So they can't even leave their building. What does that sound like, Dan? Uh, like a prison. And, and <laughs> this is all because of the uh, guys of the pandemic still. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was trying to figure out what word I couldn't use <laughs> so we didn't get kicked off. Hey, so we have a, we have a not-so-fan in the chat right now. Letting us, letting us have a little bit of peace of his mind. So God bless him. Just so you know, for most people that are out there watching, and it probably he's probably already clicked off and stopped watching, but we are here to help make people aware of what is going on around the world and how it potentially could connect to the end times. So when we have what we share, we are sharing literally what's coming right out of the news. This is not something we are propagating. It is actually just something we're trying to get out there so that people have an opportunity to hear and see what's going on uh, because there's so many people that don't and they don't uh, 
know who to turn to. So look at what we're saying is, is we don't know if everything that's happening and in the news is real, but we do know that there are some things that are, for example, like this one thing I'm about to pop up on the screen right now. Yeah. When I see this, it's pretty eerie. Yeah. I'm not going to play the sound, but I do want to get to that one video that shows um, what's happening. So do, do you want to walk through it, GJ? You want me to walk through it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Walk through it. I know I, know I posted it. I'd love to get your version on it. By the way, Mr. Mark, I did serve. Yes, and he did do, um, he did a lot for his country. So God bless you, Mark. It's okay. We understand that everybody uh, likes to get all the facts before they say something. So in any event, this is a, this is a, t a television commercial that includes Celine Dion. And Celine Dion uh, is coming out with apparently a new line of clothing. And so this is her walking into a, excuse me, a maternity ward. And then that maternity ward are babies that have colors like pink and blue. And then she pulls something out and she blows this kind of black fairy dust, if you will. And all of a sudden, all of the attire changes to gender neutral colors and also a ton of symbolism. So there's even one on there that actually says, um, and then he goes into, it says new order. So these are now they're supposed to be baby clothes that are trying to say, oh no, we don't, we don't want to know what gender they are in the very beginning of their life. So we're going to make them all gender neutral at the very beginning with their clothing so that we can then, they can then decide what they want to be or who they are when they get older. So that's what that commercial is about. And then there are some other things that he shows, like there's a baby with some skulls on it. You can see that they're covering their faces with masks. I mean, this is, there's the all seeing eye, which we know is, uh, is Satan himself. So there is, I mean, just, I mean, I, I'm not going to say anything more. This is just, it really gives me. The, sim the symbolism is front and center. So regardless of what you, where you stand, the symbolism is front and center. And if, and if you watch that video, I mean, just every time I've seen it, I get the, the weird feeling, you know, and uh, it's like, I don't even want to watch it. And then you have celebrities promoting this. And <clears throat> so there's ultimate, there's, there's various messages being displayed here. Some of it's evil. Some of it is regardless of some of the things that Dan just talked about. Then you've got new, new world. So the, and then and then the children and then the children aren't ours. So I mean they're literally putting it right out front, face to face, and that it's okay. And then trying to confuse kids as soon as they're born about who they are. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're trying to play God. Absolutely. You know how that works out for anybody that tries to play God. <laughs> yeah, we do. On a later note, GJ, why don't you tell us about this guy? And now we're uh. Hi. Hey, so a Japanese, I think he's 36 or 38 years old. So a few years ago, he married a hologram. <clears throat> and the hologram is the representation of a 16-year-old, which I don't know why 16-year-old. Um, so I think there's more to that. Uh, it didn't say. And um, so he, 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 the headline says he's running into a problem. Well, the problem is the software quit working. He spent he spent seventeen thousand dollars on his wedding to marry this hologram, and on one hand it sounds pretty crazy and funny. On the other hand, is this is where we're headed? Is that what is real isn't real, and people are buying into the fake and the illusion, and it just goes to show where we're headed. And we could go a lot deeper on this, but I think we would probably get kicked off this platform. But I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is where we're headed. So just for the sake of argument, I, I do. I'm not quite sure about it. I have to check the facts on this. But I do think that uh, 16 may be the legal marrying age in that part of the of the world. So aside from that, because some people in the United States are like, oh, my gosh, 16 year old. That's that's another conversation altogether. But. Uh, the, what really made me chuckle was that every time you read a story like this, you hear a new word that was never that never existed before. So I just found out that if you um, marry a fictional character that's a hologram, 
that that uh, that hologram is now called a fictosexual. <laughs> so a heterosexual male marrying a fictosexual hologram. Hologram. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I I shouldn't laugh. Well, we're laughing because it is so crazy that it's like it's hard to live. It's like what else do we do? I don't know, but I did get praying for him. Name of yeah. Jesus. Yes. Uh, but I also, but I also um, did chuckle again because it says in the story that he cannot talk to his wife anymore because her software is not supported. I mean, yeah. how many men have ever thought that about the lives? <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um, I did want to inside chat might dot in times dot chat maybe for next week. Maybe not. Dan may not. Dan may not. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about this because there, <laughs> I saw a video, and I think I may have sent it over to uh, a group of guys that included you, GJ, about um, there's a show called And We Know, and he, he did a an interview with a guy named Clay Clark. Clay Clark is some dude that had a really crazy testimony about his faith and how he turned into uh, from a from a nominal Christian into somebody who is committed and sharing the gospel wherever he goes. But he mentions this guy, his name is Yuval Harari, who actually is a very high up in the World Economic Forum. And he and this is the reason why I wanted to mention this is because this is what's being talked about in the with the world leaders that attend the World Economic Forum. Number one, humanity faces three existential threats this century. Um, and one of them he actually talks about is the useless class. And so what he's talking about are those that become so useless in society that we need to find a way to not have them become a drain on society. So when you talk about that, and it, it's, it's like you're going to this place where you're saying, we're going to start taking people out and removing them from society because they are, quote, useless. So first of all, that means that you do not see God's creation as valued. And second, it means that you feel like I can just expend away people that I classify as useless because this is what the system says we should do. Now, what that means is, is this is a whole other setup for the tribulation. Think about it. When and during the tribulation, you know, of course, we believe that we're not going to be here, those that believe in Jesus right now, but I do believe that there's going to be people that come to know Christ during the tribulation period. And there's good because there's it talks about the 144,000 witnesses that actually come from in the nation of Israel that go and evangelize the world. And so when that happens, there are going to be people that believe in Jesus. Well, all of a sudden, they could be classified as useless because they are a drain on the system and the society. And so that gives them, the government, uh, the right to take them out. So that's why that was in leading up to the tribulation. Now, you had one more, GJ, that uh, you popped in there, I think, this morning or yesterday. And it has something to do with highways and uh, camps. So I'm just going to pop it up on the screen here and play it, and I'll let you talk it through. I don't remember posting that today, by the way. Uh, it was a couple of days ago, I think. So they're they're setting up camps that they're going to send people. So the ones that don't get eliminated, they're going to go here. And and we we showed that one at that one where the uh, <clears throat> Ukrainian military is doing that that uh, ritual. The ritual. Well, look at all the things that are happening or lining up. And people are like, that's not happening. That's not real. It's not happening where I live. That that may be true. It's happening in different parts of the world and is converging. And I, I know there's a couple of things that I posted as well, is that one gentleman for the World Economic Forum, he came out and said, <clears throat> they're saying, we, want, we need more souls. And we're saying, no, we need less people. Think about it. That's coming up. We're going to show that in a little bit. So, so it's just like all this is going to happen, or is happening, and it's a, it's a setup to what is to come. If you if you go against the grain, this is what potentially can happen, and it's just it's it's happening right before our eyes, even though it may not be where we live. Yeah, there there of course are some people that are out there that are uh, saying that there are FEMA camps being set up. Uh, in this country, I haven't seen them, 
but who, it doesn't mean that we're going to be able to see them if it does happen. So in any event, something to keep an eye out on and uh, to make sure we're aware of. So I wanted to pop this story up here because this is a this is a story that has hit the news like a wildfire in the last couple of days. This is about the Supreme Court of the United States of America. So let me just start off by saying that uh, the Supreme Court is one of the most protected organizations on the planet. And for a story to be leaked from a draft of, a, of an opinion prior to that opinion being published has never happened in the entire history of the Supreme Court, ever. So over 200 years. Over 200 years, the first time anything's ever been leaked. But it's the nature of the story that got my attention. And my wife and I were talking about it this morning because I brought it up and she did a little looking into it. And so she put, uh, she actually sent a couple of text messages out to some friends to kind of point this out. And I thought it was very apropos. And so number one, this is uh, this decision that they are, that they're hearing could potentially overturn the ruling of Roe, Roe versus Wade of the abortions that are legal in this country with the federal government. The, now here's the thing before everybody starts to celebrate, and saying that this is, oh, this is a fantastic decision, which I do believe it is. If, that, if this is actually the decision, I do believe this is a great decision. However, uh, there's a couple of things that we're, we need to think about. What it does is it passes the responsibility to the states to then regulate the abortion industry. All right, that's what it does. So yes, it's good for the country to, to be able to come out and say, we're not going to say this is the right thing to do, but it passes it to the states, which gives the states more power to actually say that abortion is okay and actually add more and more, like we just talked about in California. That's kind of how it's working in California right now. Now, what I will say is, is that because of the abortions in the world, especially in this country, what happens is, is the population starts to decrease and you have more older people that start to die off and less younger people that are being born. What happens, GJ, when you don't have people coming into the working class? Work stops. Work stops. So if anyone's ever wondering, my wife and I were chatting about this this morning. I love, I love how she, her perspective on these things. What, happens, uh, what happened in the 80s was there was a mass influx of immigrants that came into the country. I'm not sure if you remember that or not, but they all talked about immigration back in the 80s and 90s. And they, there was millions of, of immigrants that came in from Mexico. Well, come to find out, if you take a look at the generations, JJ, you had about 80 million in the baby boomer generation, and you only had about 70 million in the Gen X uh, generation, which means that there was a 10 million person deficit. And so what, what do we do with that? Well, you let it, you let you pour people in from, over, from overseas, from other countries, and they start to take up the working class. That's one. So think about it. The reason why this story was leaked, which I think it was leaked for nefarious reasons, was because it takes the focus off of what else is happening on the border, what else is happening in other countries, what else is happening inside our country with what's going on still, with what happened two and a half years ago or two years ago. And it puts it on population and money, right? And so this also hits the abortion industry where it hurts because the fetal tissues that they take from abortions are sold and they're used in all over the country. But the fight is not over with the abortion thing if this is actually the decision that comes down. But I wanted to point this out. Sorry for taking so much time on it, but it really, it really turned my eye to why is this story being leaked? Why is this happening right now? And what the implications are of something like this? So I'm not sure if you have anything you wanted to add to that, but that's all I'll say for now. Well, a couple of things. I do have a few things to say. One is, okay, where, where was all the the uh, media coverage on this before any of this, you know, to let people know what's really happening behind the scenes, uh, which was, unless you're really behind the scenes and looking and digging, you you may not even know this was going on at all. So there's a, there's a sign right there. So information is being withheld. That's number one. Number two is, yeah, why is it leaked when, when they're like, the you know, their security is tied as, as any, uh, entity in our country, United States of America. And so th there, I, I agree, there's definitely a reason it was being leaked. And I think I think we'll see more of why, why that is the case in the coming weeks uh, <clears throat> or months. So it's just, 
it just goes to show there's a lot of things that are being moved. It's like the shell game, and things are happening. There, there's the the guy that uh, was being interviewed at the World Economic Forum, and uh, you know we need less souls. And let's hear directly from him. Let's see what he said. Yeah. <laughs> All the religious groups are against me because I'm talking about population. They want more souls. I want less on the planet. Boom. Boom. There you have it. I mean, the, the, you can say, why do we share this information? Again, this is what's happening. This is the world. And if they want less people, I understand it from an economic standpoint. But when you look at it, God's creation, every soul was created by God himself. And and when you when people talk like this, we lose sight of that as Dan said that earlier. And and, and people are trying to play God. They're trying to play God with the climate, they're trying to play God with with the food, they're trying to play God with people, they're trying to play God with every aspect and we see how that works out. And I'm reading the Bible cover to cover in 2022. <clears throat> I'm still in the Old Testament and I see over and over where one king rises up, does all the things that God's asking, and then he passes away, and then another king rises up, and he does all this evil stuff. And we see, we see how it plays out. I mean, it's man being man. Uh, and then when man tries to play God, the God's going to say, okay, I'm going to show you. And we're, we're designed to be obedient to God. And then we're seeing all these different things that are coming out and happening on a global scale at an alarming rate that is really going against God, or there's blasphemy against God. And then the symbolism, which goes against God. I mean, we're seeing it over and over. I mean, you go back 25 years, a lot of the stuff we're seeing in the news would never have made it in the news because people would have been so shocked by it. Now it's like, that's oh, no big deal. We're desensitized. So that's the other reason why Satan is allowing all this to happen, is to desensitize everything in the films, in the news, <clears throat> in TV. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. And talking about man playing God, I, did, I happened to find this one, um, I think it was this morning or late last night. It says, vacuuming carbon from the air could help stop climate change. Not everyone agrees. <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder why, because when man starts to play God with all the things that uh, that they're doing. Anyway, so when man starts to play God or mankind starts to play God and start to try to mess with the current climate and what's going on and we try to do all these things. Now we're trying to vacuum carbon out of the air to help stop something that has been happening for thousands of years and maybe even expedited over the last hundred. I mean, I'm not going to lie. All the things that we're doing with industry and all the things we're introducing into the air are definitely going to have an effect, even those stripes that are happening in the sky. Just saying. But I thought this was like a uh, an interesting thing to point out that, hey, here we go again. We're playing God. Yeah. Moving uh, on. Uh, we actually have one more I want to share. That, Coachella? What's that? Coachella? <laughs> I don't have Coachella up there. Did you post it? Oh, my that? gosh, dude. Oh my gosh, I, that was my favorite one of the week. All right, well, while I'm looking that up, let me pop this one up. It's not my favorite. It really isn't. Okay. It's right there is that Coachella. It's a huge. Yeah, we can see it. We can see it. It's a huge um, concert. So it's, 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 I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. So tens of thousands of people go there, which is right in your backyard in California. Yes, it is. And so right there, that was the, so that figure walks out onto the stage and that's a representation of Moloch, which is a demonic symbolism of Satan. I'm not sure what else to add to that other than the fact that. Uh... So they're just, they're just bringing it out anywhere they can. Anywhere they can. Where's Jesus in this? Uh, I don't think he's there because obviously Molech was one of those gods, Satan himself, that wants to sacrifice children. There were many children throughout history that were sacrificed. There are many people that were sacrificed. There were many virgins that lost their virginity because of 
the God of Molech. And uh, it's one of the reasons why when we read in the Old Testament, right, GJ, that there were whole nations that were wiped off the planet. Because if you allowed one little bit in there to fester, it could the sin would take over all of Israel. And it did many times. Before you go on to this next one with Tom Cruise. Um, you think it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, 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 wait, wait. <laughs> um, so there's tens of thousands of people there. I'm willing to bet most of them had no idea what that symbolism was all about. And they're probably unaware of the surroundings or the demonic presence that existed. And, and people are literally just walking into the cave. Let's go have fun. It's exciting. You have thousands of people. I get it. However, it's, it's like the blind leading the blind right into something bad. That's really what I see happening. And people are saying, hey, the end times, that's not real. Or that's so we got plenty of time, or that's not a big deal. That's what Satan wants. It is a big deal. <clears throat> and every one of these things we show you are just another representation of what is happening. And if you start to connect the dots, it starts to add up. So moving on to more <laughs> leading up to the tribulation. Yeah, this would be the oh, last. Give it over to Tom, or is it? Oh, let's just, why don't we just pop oh, it in there and see what, what is it? Look at that. Oh, looks like so the same guy is using CGI. There's Eminem. Looks just like him. Oh my god. That one was a creepy one. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And every one of these, it looks like the actual uh actor. And this is all just an app that somebody's using on their phone. Yeah. It's just crazy. So if you're listening to this, I mean he's he's Sort of like shaking his face, and then all of a sudden, it's another character. And it's, you know, all these are well-known celebrities. And it looks just like the celebrities. I mean, that looks just like Robert De Niro. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, pop on over to the video, endtimes.chat, mm -hmm. or Facebook and YouTube, and you can you can see this part of the section. We're at, we're, we're at minute number 50. Whoa. <laughs> if you want to go back and find it. Um, yeah, I, I think I think they're no, that's the last one. Robert De Niro was the last one. I just thought, man, that's like I watched it five four times because I recognized every single face. It was just crazy. Anyway. And what why are we showing this? Well, we're showing this because you can't here's the thing, you can't really you don't know what to believe anymore. When you're when you're seeing something on television, you don't know whether it's real or not. The the technology has increased so much that you don't know what you're actually seeing and whether it's true or not. Like if you could see somebody up on the screen and get doing an interview, how do you know it's actually that person? How do you know that it's not just somebody that's an actor that's up there and the CGI is actually changing their face? I, that's the thing, you just don't know. And so it leaves one to think, what do we do? How do we handle, excuse me, how do we handle where we are in the world right now and in things that are going on? How do we look at scripture? What do we turn to? How do we live and persevere through all these trials? GJ, I just literally segued and lobbed the softball to you. This is your time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so where can we find truth? In the Bible. <clears throat> and for those that are turning in for the first time, that's my dad's Bible. <clears throat> it's King James Version. Not the easiest version to read. So, um, if you're a big King James version, hey, God bless you. I use it, but it's not the only one I go to when I'm reading. And my dad, <clears throat> and we weren't going to talk about this last week, so I just turned to this page. <laughs> so this is his notes. What from what's the date? Oh, I guess you can't see it, Dan. I was on mute. <laughs> I said November 16, 1986. I saw it. <laughs> so these are my dad's notes, and I'm just going to read them. God has spoken, and he wrote this at the very end of the book of Philemon. God has spoken by perfection and finality by his son. And then he's he's got an arrow, and he's pointing over to Hebrews, which is the next chapter or the next book. He had six points. Jesus is the heir of all things. Why do we talk about all this stuff? Because Jesus comes back. Jesus returns, and Jesus is going to, I mean, we know how this plays out. 
it clearly lays it out in the Bible. What we don't know exactly is all the dynamics or when or the timeline. What we do know is we see the season. We do see the signs. And we do the show every week. Every week we've got something that is a sign or a sign that could lead up to a sign. <clears throat> so number one, Jesus is the heir of all things. Number two, which is out of John 1.1, 1, 1, number two, Jesus was and is the creator of the world. Number three, the Son reveals the glory of God. Number four, the Son sustains all things, the beginning and the finisher of all things. The Son made purification for sin, and the Son exalted on right hand of God. So those were my dad's notes, and I think it plays in, and I know Dan posted in um, in the description description of the show you know right now we're we're in dark times i mean there's a lot of craziness going on just the stuff that we talked about if all that is actually happening <laughs> it's pretty scary and some of it we believe is real some of it we believe is a precursor and some of it's playing out right before our eyes and so there's a lot of darkness and the elevation of the darkness is continuing to happen so you know what do you do when you don't know if it's real or not real, you know, like, uh, like Dan said, you, where do you go to get the truth? Where do you go and get something of real? The only way we found is right here. God's word. This is God's word the their word of God, which is the Bible. That's number one. And, and so what are some things that we can do that in, in these crazy times? And he said, well, it's crazy and it's going to get worse. It, it, it is. It said there will be perilous times before he comes back. The thing is, what are you doing right now? And what I know in crazy and all the craziness, and we feel it. I mean, I feel the the pressure. I feel the people's sensitivity to things. I feel the emotional and the spiritual uh, heaviness sometimes. And I know Dan has that same experience as well. And we talk about it and we pray for each other on a regular basis. So what are you doing? Number one, being being God's word, the Bible. And if you don't have a Bible, I'm sure you have a phone, and you can go to the Version Bible app, download it, and it's got all the different versions of Bibles, different languages. They're continuing to add uh, more languages, and by 2030, they want to have it where every every language has a version of the Bible. So you can get it. I'm in this every single day. And I start off my day, and I know Dan starts off that as well. Then number two, be in prayer. And then number three, be in community with godly people, people that are seeking the truth, people that are living out the truth. doesn't mean they don't have struggles. I mean, we all have our own struggles. We all have our own different things we got to deal with. doesn't mean they're going to go away 100%, but how you get through them can be done and elevated with Jesus. <clears throat> so here's a couple things that we found. And by the way, I got these from a good friend, Jimmy Evans, who talks a lot about end times. He's got his own show and he wrote a book called The Tipping Point. By the way, me and Dan have never met Jimmy. <laughs> we just love Jimmy. <laughs> so so he, he's our brother in Christ, even though he, did, he didn't know who we are. <laughs> if you're watching Jimmy, thank you for the notes. So God rewards courage. So having the courage to make the step. I mean, Dan and I, you know, we felt called. We've been obedient. We've done a show every week. And we've had a lot of times we've had to move it. Just, but we've been obedient. And we decided to be bold. And uh, as, some, as someone, you know, put in the thread, uh, some un, not so nice stuff. We're being bold. We're having courage. And some of the things we talk about doesn't mean we concur with or we agree with. That is the news. It's happening. And it doesn't matter which side of the fence you're on. So God rewards courage. He elevates us. All you have to do is ask for elevation. Ask. <laughs> seek. Seek him, and he will deliver. If, the one thing I've seen, though, is he may not deliver on the time that we want. He del always delivers at the perfect time which is always the right time. And sometimes it's just in time. He perfects us. According to the psalmist, God promises to fill his purpose in you, to cover you 
with his steadfast love and never abandon you. And a lot of times, I think with all these different things that are happening, especially the last few years, people are feeling alone. People are feeling higher levels of anxiety, not knowing what to do or how to do it. There's a lot of been a lot of disruption in everybody's life around the world. And that's the other thing we talk about, things that are happening around on a global basis, not in just one isolated area. So he perfects us. He gives us strength. And if you're watching this or you're listening to this, he's giving you strength right now to pay attention, to watch, to learn, to hear this. And that means he's talking to you. And it doesn't matter where you're at, what you've done. It doesn't matter how many times you've done it. God will forgive you. He fills us up with power and joy, <clears throat> which is the fifth point. And so I'm giving you I'm giving you seven of them, by the way. He keeps us safe. And a lot of times we don't feel safe. And 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 there's a lot of things that happen that people die. And we've seen a lot of that in the last couple of years. The one thing I say is over and over, how are you going to spend eternity? Are you going to spend it in heaven or are you going to spend it in hell? We get that, make that choice. We have the power to choose. That is a simple choice that we can make without anybody else, without any media, without any of this craziness going on. And all we have to do is seek him and, and Dan will lead you in a prayer on how to how to either recommit your life to Jesus or how to get to know Jesus and, and how the power of the Holy Spirit will walk you through the next steps. He helps us grow. And believe me, every week I feel like I'm growing and sometimes I don't want to grow. And I go back when I was a teenager and I have one teenager left, <clears throat> one, one teenager left in the house. And uh, she was complaining about, you know, some of the aches and pains. And I said, well, it sounds like you got growing pains. And she's like, I'm not getting any bigger. I'm like, well, sometimes other things are growing and it doesn't mean you're getting taller. And I remember those days of, of feeling that pain as I was growing. So sometimes growth is painful. Um, However, I know God is with you. God wants the best of you. God has a purpose for you, and God is there for you, and you have the power to withstand in God and Jesus alone. What do you, Dan? Well, one of the things before we pray, GJ, that uh, I was told, we were talking with a friend yesterday who uh, went to go see a pastor who was very involved in some research that was being done globally regarding how many believers there are in the world. And so the interesting thing that, that was said to me was, is that from this research, they discovered that potentially one in three people in the world claim to be Christians, which if you think, if you think about that, that actually could be a very true statement because with all of what's going on around the world, people are looking for the answer. They're looking for what can bring them peace, looking for what can bring them hope. And I can tell you right now, they're not going to find peace and hope in anything that the enemy is going to provide. It may, it may uh, be something that helps them feel better for a little bit, but it's not going to bring them true peace. The only true peace that, that you can find and you can have comes from Jesus, as you just mentioned. And he's the only one that can help us through this. So if that is you out there right now, and you are looking for that peace, like our friend, Mr. Mark, that's on the chat, I believe he's looking for peace. I believe many, many people are looking for peace that they can't find. Right now, you can you have found it. It is in Jesus. We're here to tell you that he is the only true peace that you can find. And if you want that peace in your heart, even though you're still going to probably go through some trials and tribulations, but he'll be the only one that can help you through, now is the time to make that choice. Now is the time to say this prayer. So if that's you, pray this prayer with me. Dear Lord, we love you. We believe, Jesus, that you are the Son of God who came to take away the sin of the world. And that you loved us so much that you stepped out of heaven, came down to this earth, lived a sinless life, died on that cross, and took on the sin of the world and the punishment for that sin in order for you to be able to prove that you are the Son of God, that you rose from the dead, that many people eyewitnessed and saw you after you rose from the dead, and now have reported that throughout the ages. And we believe that you did that for us so that we could have life and have a relationship with God and with our Father in heaven. So Lord, forgive us, come and live in our heart, give us boldness, give us strength to live out that every single day. And let us be bold witnesses so that people, other people can come to know you as well. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I love the end of the prayer because it's like, I know that somebody's coming to know Jesus. I know somebody is, whether it's today, now, tomorrow, the next day, whenever they see it, it's happening. Love it. I love it too. I um, I just know that with all the craziness, the only real peace that you can ever find is through Jesus. Amen. Enough said. You guys, we'll see you next week. We love you. We appreciate you. We just want to keep on being obedient. And if anything happens to us, end time's not yet. Talk to you later. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.